You're listening to the Nonprofit Problem Solver Podcast. Brought to you by CavKayak.com. Kev helps nonprofit leaders work less and get better results. Join the Nonprofit Problem Solver Facebook group and the Nonprofit Problem Solver Club on Clubhouse. And visit KevKayak.com. Now, here is the host of Nonprofit Problem Solver. Hello, Kev Kayat here. Welcome to Nonprofit Problem Solver. Thanks for tuning in. Just to be clear, you are actually the Nonprofit Problem Solver. My job is to extract from our guests the practical, tactical expertise that you can put straight into action. This is a recording of a live event hosted by the virtual events platform, YachtMe, which is 100% free to nonprofits. You can join these live events held Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, if you register at yacht.me or nonprofitproblemsolver.com. Lots of nonprofits think about recurring monthly gifts and put them in a box labeled, we'll get to it later. In this first episode of the podcast using the Yacht.me virtual events platform, I'm joined by fellow nonprofit podcaster, Travis Johnson, who you may know from his Nonprofit Architect podcast, which you should definitely listen to. Travis walks us through not one, not two, but three ways to generate donations that come in month after month based on a single ask. Plus, we learn about three nonprofits that Travis has nominated to participate in this exciting new format. Welcome, everyone, to the Nonprofit Problem Solver Podcast. This is episode 29, but it's the very first on this spanking new platform, uh, YachtMe. And uh, I couldn't be more thrilled uh, to be using YachtMe uh, as, as a platform to showcase what it does for virtual events. Mm-hmm. And uh, today, on this uh, first uh, chance, first, first attempt <laughs> with with this new style, we've got uh, Travis Johnson, uh, another fellow pod- podcaster in the nonprofit space. How are you doing, Travis? Hey, Kev. I'm doing great. Glad to be here. I'm excited for today. I want to kick this thing off and crush it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So I just want to say uh, thanks to uh, Barry and Meredith at YachtMe for uh, pulling out all the stops and uh, trying to uh, twist their live uh, virtual events platform into a podcasting platform. Who knew? Uh, and uh, PodPro Audio, as well as the uh, as my producer, uh, making professional podcasting easy. Uh, we're hoping that we can uh, pull this off and uh, make it the regular thing. So the format here is uh, that I interview a guest and we talk about a problem, hence the uh, nonprofit problem solver. And I've asked uh, Travis, and we'll ask subsequent guests to nominate three nonprofits that we are going to raise money for during the next 40 to 45 minutes. And then uh, afterwards, we will have an opportunity once the podcast itself is over to move into mingle mode, which is uh, where this platform recreates that uh, point in the in the event where people can move around tables. So each of the nonprofits will have a, have a table and uh, both Travis and I'll be able to chat as will uh, folks from Yachtme. And uh, we'll be able to dive deeper into any questions to carry on the conversation. 
So uh, before we dive into how we create recurring monthly donations, Travis, tell us a little bit about the three nonprofits you nominated today. Absolutely. Thanks, Kevin. I appreciate you and the people at Yacht Me for putting this thing on. Uh, we're going to kick it off with Jennifer Conklin and the Hive Connection. Hive Connection, nonprofit by Oklahomans for Oklahomans, uh, their statewide database of other Oklahoma nonprofits help them connect clients to resources in any county, from pet food to sober living, housing, and everything in between. They also use donations to provide financial assistance to when a client's need cannot be met by another organization. So very happy and glad to have Jennifer and the Hive Connection on today. Yeah, welcome, Jennifer. We have, absolutely. And uh, we've got Megan Fox here available from the Battle and Bettys and their mission uh, is for our organization to honor and serve our nation's military veterans, first responders, and their families by supporting and creating unique programs and events that will inspire our nation, foster patriotism, and raise awareness for post-traumatic stress and suicide prevention. They do this by dressing up as pinups, and they have a great time doing it. Uh, and if they are at your event, they're going to be lovely and wonderful, and they're going to cause a little mischief, too, and have fun with it. So welcome, Megan. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, okay, a, a, it's, a, it's a hoot. It's a, it's a blast. Love <laughs> love to have them, and they have all sorts of fun. And then we've got Allie Fitzpatrick from Nate's Community Garage, and it is exactly what you think it is. They help fix people's cars that are in need, so they're not choosing between food and getting getting to work the next day. So we love what Nate's Community Garage is doing, and they're out of Minnesota. So glad to have them on board, uh, and so happy that I could support and nominate those three nonprofits today. Well, thank you. And, and, and I hope we're able to raise a bit of money for uh, each of them. Uh, the platform is continuing to develop and upgrade at a rapid pace. So uh, some of the functionality we've got today is um, uh, we don't have the, the typical donate button that would be at the top of the screen that, uh, uh, for, for the, the way we've set up the podcast. But at the top of the chat, there should be a link directly to the Yachtme page for each of the nonprofits. That's the Hive Connection, Battling mm-hmm. Betty's, and Nate's Community uh, Garage. And uh, if you want to donate, you can just click that, scroll up to the top of the chat, and uh, click on that, and you'll be able to make a donation very easily uh, and still listen to our dulcet tones as we uh, tackle this particular <laughs> topic. And while we do so, I've mentioned the chat. Please feel free to ask questions, to make comments. I'll keep an eye on that as we go. And, uh, and I'll be able to uh, bring those questions to bear during the conversation. But you mentioned uh, Battling Betty's is uh, part of their mission is to support the armed forces. Uh, you are mm-hmm. actually a serving naval officer, Travis, aren't you? I am. I, I'm still active duty. I've got over 20 years of active service. Those that know military stuff, I should let you know that I did 12 years enlisted. And I'm on year nine of commission service. And I fly the E-6B Mercury out of Tinker Air Force Base in Oklahoma City. Wow. And thank you for your service. Uh, so tell us a little bit about uh, about you and, 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 and about your podcast, because I want to give you a plug here, too, for the Nonprofit Architect uh, podcast uh, and Facebook group. So tell us a little bit about what you do for nonprofits. Uh, thanks, Kev. So we host the Nonprofit Architect podcast. 
where we interview nonprofit leaders, business leaders, consultants, and people with the special skills to help you build stronger nonprofits. Uh, when I did a survey of the nonprofit podcasts that were out there, I noticed that there was a lot of discussion about kind of the industry a little bit and people were highlighting what they were doing, but there wasn't a lot of people out there just giving you the how-to, the dirty details of how do you put this thing together? How do you put a board together? How do you get them motivated? How do you get them raising money? How do you put together a fundraiser? How do you talk about governance and all the things nonprofit related? So we have those important conversations. You can find out more about us at nonprofitarchitect.org. And if you put in the Nonprofit Architect podcast, I think we're like the first 30 stinking results on Google. So if you can't find us, you're not wow. trying. Uh, get in there and take a look <laughs> at that. And I know we're going to talk easy about... To find. <laughs> yeah, easy to find. If you look at Nonprofit Architect uh, in any social media, I'm going to come up. But we're going to talk today about monthly recurring donations. And that's our primary program that we offer for nonprofits because we know that nonprofit leaders spend month after month, year after year, searching and scrambling for donors all the time. That's all they, they seem to do. They barely have time for governance. They, they hardly deliver programs because they're just searching for funds. So our primary program allows us to increase monthly recurring donations through okay, a few so different avenues so you can say no to more work and yes to more money. Yeah, well, that's great. I want to understand uh, exactly how that program works, but uh, let me just start from the beginning. Why would a nonprofit not have uh, monthly recurring donations? Is there, uh, is there well, a good reason not to have them? There, there's not. Uh, the normal things okay. that we hear is that they don't ask for them, which it just floors me. Like, I don't want your 20 bucks. Give me 20 bucks a month. Like, get on board with this. Oh, I want to give you 10 grand. Cool. Would you be interested in giving me a thousand dollars a month instead? Because if you can afford ten grand, you can afford a thousand dollars a month. And at the end of the year, if that one ask has given you twelve grand instead of one ask for ten grand, so you're not having to go back to them month after month after month. And when you have that recurring donation, then you can actually plan your monthly budget instead of getting a, a huge infusion of money and then figuring out how to budget it over time. You have that recurring thing building each and every month that allows you to plan and move forward without having to go back out and ask for more money. And do you find that a lot of executive directors or development directors have, are thinking of monthly donations in the, in the, I will get to it later box. It's too hard. Or I need to, I need, I need something. I, I, we will give it some attention, but it's, it's not our priority because we have this event to run or we have, we're, we're, we're trying to stand up our major grants program this year, which is something different. And, and they just haven't got round to it. Is that, is that a typical scenario? Uh, I don't know if that's a typical scenario. What I mostly hear is that they're just scrambling for any donation. So as soon as they get a yes, they're just okay with it. And then they don't say, how would you like to put that into a monthly format? It's, it's like a scarcity mindset. Like there's not enough money out there. There is plenty of money out there. We saw through the pandemic that every organization that continue to ask, they might've lost the $500 in down donations because of you know people's personal situation. But the $1,000 and up donations those came in and the truckloads. So everyone that continued to ask found out that not only there was enough money, but they were having banner years, record years, more money than they've ever made in the past. Right. Um, so so in, in the act of setting up the, the monthly donation, and we'll, and we'll get to how you activate it in a second, but in the act of uh, asking people for 
say $20 a month and you say, people say, you know, I don't want to do that, but I'm going to write you a check here for 250 bucks or whatever. You get a lot of miscellaneous stuff that, um, that you're going to get anyway, because, mm-hmm. uh, some people will, um, uh, decide to do it that way instead. Oh, absolutely. And you know, you're not going to turn away the donation, but if you ask for a recurring right. gift, uh, you're more, more likely to build a sustainable platform for your future. If you get $3,000 a month in donations, and that's what it takes you to run each and every month, and none of them are recurring next month, you also have to find out how you're going to get $3,000 for that month. Right. But if right. at any point in there, if a thousand of those dollars are recurring, now you only have to figure out how to get two grand instead of three grand. Right. Okay. So it doesn't uh, happen overnight. It's not a just add water and instantly you've got a uh, hundred <laughs> monthly donations, but it is something that you build up over time. So uh, mm-hmm. Walk us through. Uh, I guess we'll start big and then get into the details. So, what is a what is a monthly recurring uh, program look like, and and how hard is it to run? Let's look at this sort of the big the big picture side of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, this is the easiest thing that I've ever seen work, and the problem that I the the pushback that I get is that you know, organizations have been around forever and the way you do fundraising has been essentially set in stone forever. So anytime anything new comes up, people are like, uh, you know, I don't want to do the new thing because it's hard or it's different or I got to <laughs> convince the board of it. Uh, if you go to my, my link tree and I'll put it in the chat here in a sec, um, there's a free guide on how to do this because I want to make it easy for people to do these things. And the oh, easiest way I found is to trade them a free gift, a free thing in return for 20 bucks a month, right? What does that look like? When people are like, well, I got to have the supply chain set up. I've got to figure out how to do all these things. You don't. There's organizations out there like Printful and Teespring and a host of others. I use really designs.biz because it is a veteran organization and it's two Navy veterans that that's their primary income. They make it out of their house. So why wouldn't I want to support those? But right. uh, they don't charge you any money to design the t-shirt or whatever product you have. And they don't make any of them until you sell them. So there's no money out of your pocket up front, which is what I, what I love about this for most what, people. What I love about this, just while you're um, mentioning t-shirts, the, I see a lot of nonprofits uh, trying to do merch, sorry, merchandising, uh, early on in their first couple of years to try and build a flo- following and, and raise a bit of money. And they use the platforms that you mentioned, but they're mm-hmm. not thinking of it other than if I sell a t-shirt for 20 bucks, I get to keep 10 or 12 or whatever their share is. And it's a, uh, a fundraiser in its own right. But what mm-hmm. you're saying is give them the t-shirt for free in exchange for starting a monthly gift. Yeah, exactly what I'm saying. So people are always worried about margin. Anyone that doesn't have money come in is worried about how much money they're going to make off the t-shirt sale. It doesn't matter because month number two, right? Month number one, they give you 20 bucks. You buy the t-shirt, you send it to them. Month number two, you get 20 bucks with no strings attached. Month number three, another 20 bucks. Month number four, another 20 bucks. And you have nothing else to do other than to show your supporters what you're doing with the money, right? Right. So we so had. A young, uh, let me just—it's uh, for those who are uh, listening to the podcast yeah. later and not watching this on Yachtme and and following the chat. It's uh, Linktree, which is uh, linktr.ee, and then forward slash nonprofit architect. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will take you to that free guide that uh, Travis uh, yeah. mentioned, uh, and I will probably 
uh, ask him to borrow it so I can send it to people too, because uh, it's got his name all over it. So it's not like I'm stealing it and <laughs> taking credit. Uh, yeah. And then the the veteran-led organization that does the t-shirt designs is reallydesigns.biz. Reallydesigns.biz, right. a veteran organization. Uh, so we'd be happy to, to support. Okay, so I keep interrupting there. Apologies for that. Um, and uh, oh, uh, so we're told by uh, Meredith uh, at Yachtme that Yachtme is adding a recurring donation functionality to the platform. It will be available to use by early July 2021. Another nice. reason to uh, nice. sign up and use Yachtme for your virtual events or your podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, what does this look like, right? It's all laid out in the guide, but if you've got a platform that can accept monthly recurring donations, you know, coming soon, Yachtme. Uh, PayPal, Stripe, whatever. I've got links in the free guide. It's it's seriously free. You go to the link tree, you grab it on there. It's like how to turn your social media followers into monthly recurring donations. Go grab the guide, right? It's out there because I want nonprofits to have the money they need to help the people that they're trying to help. Like, I don't care if I get paid for this. It's not not part of the gig, right? Right. And it, and it lays it out on there. You've got something that can accept monthly recurring donations. Check. You've talked to Ginger and David at reallydesigns.biz. They've created a free design for you. There's no design fee, and they don't make anything until it's paid for, right? So you get no one to sign up for this thing. The whole thing costs you $0. Uh, And then it walks you through how to create a social media post that's going to get engagement and how it's going to get people drawn into your network and bring them into the monthly recurring fold here. And I did an interview with Brady Josephson, from next after go to nonprofit architect podcast, look up that we talk about all the different stats and different things involving nonprofits, but he's got a line in there that says people are most likely to become monthly recurring donors within two weeks of their first gift or first contact. So if you do an event, if you do a gala or whatever it is that you do, and you don't talk to them for a month later, you've missed that window to ask them for recurring monthly donations. Uh, and as soon as they sign up for recurring monthly donations, especially if it's a smaller gift, a micro donation under 10 bucks or something like 20 bucks, you don't change your budget for that. Anyone can sign up for five or 10 bucks. And most people, vast majority of people can sign up for $20 a month without any concern or thought for their budget. And they'll let that thing go on for years and years, racking you up cash while they're figuring this thing out. Right. And the, the, uh, the, the use of social media reminds me that this is really a a one-to-many strategy. This isn't uh, where you're cultivating people through uh, uh, those personal one-to-one relationships and looking for, as you said, the the massive gift. Uh, mm-hmm. This is something that you can do uh, in a one-to-many approach uh, through e- uh, email contacts and social media mm-hmm. and, and all those other tools uh, because uh, people are, as you said, likely to respond to uh in the first couple of weeks it's a it's a relatively low ticket uh to begin with and then obviously you can try and uh, encourage people to increase their monthly donations later absolutely absolutely and so what does this look like we had an organization feed it forward okc straightforward right they were feeding homeless people really easy that examples in the guide it walks you through what it looks like what she said and what she offered in her case she offered a couple of different t-shirt designs so you could help out and look good at the same time. Now, people are like, well, why would I give away a free t-shirt? Again, you're not worried about the margin on day one because the next month, all that money is coming to you free and unencumbered. So for her, for her one Facebook post, 
keep in mind, she was very active on Facebook, right? She had about 2,000 people in her group. 5% of those people, so 100 people, said yes to one Facebook post for 20 bucks a month in exchange for a free t-shirt. So from one Facebook post, this gal got two grand a month in monthly recurring donations. Wow. Why so wouldn't you do it's, that? Basically, it's money on the table that uh, folks yeah. aren't, aren't picking up. The, the biggest thing is if people don't know how to support you, they won't because they don't know what you want them to do. And some people believe that a small donation like five, 10 or $20, especially recur- recurring, they don't feel like it has the impact that you need. Well, here's the deal. Uh, I've got an interview with Stephen Kuhn, uh, K-U-H-N, Stephen Kuhn on my podcast, Nonprofit Architect Podcast. And he talks about monthly recurring donations through a website that actually has an impact that actually is how to turn your website into an active employee. He's got three organizations making $200,000 a month and none of the donations are more than $9. Wow. How did you do that? <laughs> You'll have to listen to the episode. To, but most, there we go. That was the plug. I, I sent you up. The plug, right? So most nonprofit websites look nothing more like nothing more than a digital pamphlet. This is who we are. This is what we do. Donate on the donate button. And the problem with that is that's the kind of website that you go to once. That is not a type of website that you go to over and over and over again. The reason we go to Google, the reason we go to a news website, or the reason we go to social media is every time we go, there's new content. That's why you go back over and over again. You're like, what's new? What's new? I want to be in the know. I want to know what's going on. And if your website isn't producing some kind of content, whether a blog a vlog or a podcast, highly recommend podcasts for obvious reasons, but that allows you to create new content and have a people uh, to have a reason to go back to your website. As they go back, my interview with Stephen Kuhn lays it out, how you're going to collect email addresses and how you're going to ask him for a micro donation, in his case, three, six or $9 a month. Right. So that makes your website then a a more active fundraiser. And it's important that... Uh, nonprofits are are clear about what their website is there to do. Some people, mm-hmm. as you said, uh, are trying to reach reach too many different audiences. But that's a that's a separate topic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, except in so far as is is that if you are if you are setting up a recurring monthly donation uh, program, you want to use you want to consider at least w- how your website can support you in in, in doing that. Um, I should I should say that uh, I, uh, as as we were reminded earlier that uh, Yami will have the ability to, to do that. And one of the virtues of this platform for nonprofits, aside from being free, is that it is set up with a CRM behind it. So mm-hmm. the, the information collected by, by uh, the platform for guests to your event uh, mm-hmm. is CRM wor- ready. So if you want to export it to your uh, existing CRM, or you can use it as a CRM. It's got all that sort of information. Uh, uh, as opposed to a lot of the... Uh, event-driven software, which doesn't collect donor-type information. So uh, the right. ability to retain it within this platform uh, uh, is is another value add that you won't see elsewhere. Uh, so uh, again, uh, totally free to the to the nonprofit. So um, let's say I want to start uh, this approach. Then, what's the first thing I do, Travis? Aside from get your free guide. <laughs> at the link tree. What's it going to tell me to do first of all? 
For which one? For T-shirt for, in exchange for, for monthly donations or for micro donations? So for, for creating a monthly donation. So say I, I've, I've listened to this podcast or watched mm-hmm. it here on Yacht Me and I think, well, this is definitely something we should do. I know uh, um, one of the, I think it's the uh, Nate's Community Garage is saying that uh, they they're, they're would consider doing this. They don't have a monthly program at the moment. So this is this is timely. So um, what's, the, what's the first bit of advice? Do you have to put a report to the board and get lots of uh, engagement and buy-in from a governance perspective, or is this something you can start in an hour? Well, this is really a question. That, this is one of my favorite questions to ask, and it's kind of a jerk question. I asked people if they are the chief executive officer or the, the chief, chief ask the board everything officer, um, because this program is zero cost, to implement in any way, shape, or form, and you can have it set up by the end of today. Okay, so it's a it's 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 a quick to do, quick to get going, very low risk. Uh, it's just a bit of time, which you could have spent googling how to set up a monthly donation program, uh, and and reading through lots of uh, other things, things you might find, which would be of less value than this conversation. So we're telling you <laughs> straight away how to do it. Uh, and so step one is, is what? What were, what were the first couple of steps uh, that you would you, do? It's only, it's only a four-step guide. That's it. It's all it is, four steps. Make sure you can collect recurring payments. If you can't or you don't have it set up yet, get the guide. It says in there, especially, I have, I think, a link to PayPal, how to set it up for monthly recurring donations. Step two is you need some kind of product. It could be a t-shirt, face mask, hat, mug, poker chip, whatever the thing is, whatever it is that you do, you got to have a product. If you already have a product, right, there's a lot of people that uh, created t-shirts for an event or whatever, and they've got a stack of them in the closet. Use yeah. those. You already have right. them. Use them, right? Get them, right. Get them out of your, your closet. Let them stop collecting dust. If you don't have a product, highly recommend J- Ginger and David, reallydesigns.biz, and they will uh, do the graphic work for you for $0. They'll host it on their store for zero dollars and unless anything is bought nothing ever comes out of your pocket so again no reason not to do so Uh, step number three you create a social media post in the guide walks you through step by step what to say how to say it how to lay it out what should look like and why most importantly why those things are included in there so the example that's in there sounds something like i don't have it up behind me but you know, we've been giving, you know, three, we've been feeding 300 people every week, um, which is great. But every week, every time we feed people, there's still 100 people or so left behind. And that breaks my heart. I need your help. Our goal is to start feeding 400 people a week so we don't have to turn anyone away. And we have a free offer. We're going to give you a free t shirt in exchange for 20 bucks a month. And this could be 15 bucks a month. It could be $25 a month. Right. You decide whatever that number is. Uh, look great. And show your support for us at the same time. Choose between these t-shirt designs or you do uh, a different ask every month. Like this month could be a t-shirt, next month can be a hat, and month after that could be a mug and a mask, whatever your thing is, right? Sign up here at the link. Tell me the size of the t-shirt you need. So no one signs up, you do nothing. You owe any nobody zero dollars, you owe nothing, right? Someone, this is the step number four, someone says yes, right? So you go to Really Designs, you order the t-shirt, you ship it direct to them. That way you're not getting it than having to take it to the post office or something lame like that that adds extra work to you. And then the next month, the money just shows up in your account. So the, so the t-shirts are uh, approximately $20 then per, per unit, per t-shirt? Whatever you guys decide. 
Right. Right. You okay. set the price. I think I've got my t-shirt sent at 20, 20 or $22. Um, I don't care what the dollar amount is. It's not important. The important right. part is the next month. Right. But right. what I'm not worried about the making first, the money the month first. one, whether you spend, whether you make $8 in the margin, whether you make $2 in the margin or $0. Oh, zero. The first right. month doesn't matter. Right. So that's what I'm saying. The, the first donation that someone makes uh, before they recur basically covers the cost of the item they're getting. And then right. from, from, from then forward, the, then it's, uh, as you said, it goes straight to your bottom line. Yeah. So let's just say day one, you've got 100 people sign up. You go and you make 100 orders, which is a pain. It kind of is. You go make 100 orders. You have all their contact information, right? Ginger and David make the t-shirts. They ship them directly. Everyone's happy. Month two, that two grand a month is coming in with no other work to be done. Right. You don't have to send them nothing. You send them a thank you card or whatever it is that you decide to do. And that two grand a month keeps coming in unless someone cancels. And do you recommend that people uh, do, as you said, a social media post and then there's a sort of this burst of excitement and you get people through the door and then when do you, when do you reach out again for more monthly donors? Uh, it really depends on the person. I'm a fan of the six week cycle to have something different posted a couple of times a week uh, that you can put recurring using things like Hootsuite or other social media promotion items. Um, but either once a month or once every six weeks. And people are like, well, I don't know what to put out there. What if it sucks? If it sucks, you just make something new next time, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. put some fake graphics on a t-shirt and you post it on and you say, hey, guys, we're, we're thinking about these options. Vote for your favorite one. And the one that gets the most votes, that's the one you offer first. You let them decide what they want, what they're going to get. Right. And if you, uh, so what you're saying, just to clarify Every every month or every six weeks, you do a promotion that says we're trying to uh, mm-hmm. raise this money, or here here's here's an opportunity to become a monthly donor. You make that on a monthly basis, yeah. Or every so six this weeks month it might be twenty bucks for a t-shirt. Next month it might be fifteen bucks for a free uh, branded mask. Uh, the next month after it might be like, hey, sign up for eighteen bucks, we'll send you a free hat. You know, someone might be like, I'd love to support you monthly, but I've got enough t-shirts. I don't care. Or they might say, oh, I would really love a mask. Or they might say, you know what? A mug would be more my speed. So after you know, four to six weeks, you're putting on a different type of product every time. And it's easy, it's straightforward, it's simple, and it doesn't cost you anything. And do you recommend that uh, you follow up for the social media by also sending, for example, an email to your, uh, your list of, of donors or whoever's in your CRM, your list of supporters? putting something on the website so making it really easy uh, for people to uh, to to uh, opt in of course don't don't put any barriers to allowing people to give you free money right so I've, I've seen I've seen a model where uh, you you do a as you said like a, a monthly burst you treat it like a campaign and you say okay this month call it say March or April uh, we're going to make a concerted effort to get uh, 10 people who are our board and closest supporters to each find 10 people to be monthly recurring donors. And we're going to try and get that them uh, uh, recruited as monthly donors in the next 30 days. And then that's sort of your lot. Like you, you don't then do that over and over and over again, but you're, but it your doesn't model have to be that complicated. 
Right. It does not have to be kind of complicated. You can copy the stinking post in my guide, change the names to protect the innocent, put it out there with no one's permission because it costs nobody anything. And if people get it, they get it. If they don't get it, they don't get it. And the next month or the next six weeks, you do another social media post. You say, hey, board members, share this. It's going to cost us nothing. It's going to help us out. You say, hey, volunteers, people that are in my network, share this for me. Help us bring in monthly recurring donations. That's it. It doesn't have to be more complicated than that. You don't have to have a session where you get all your team together to figure this out. You don't have to do that. People want it to be hard. I don't know why they want it to be hard, but they think if they're not going through the pain of this, that somehow has no value. You don't have to run yourself through the ringer to do something like this. Stop doing it. (laughs) But your point is, it's not a a one-off campaign do it at a particular time of the year so it doesn't clash with your events and your end of year campaign. This is an ever-present. Every month. Yes, do it every month. Seriously. Okay. And that would you not want people to give you money? People are like, well, I don't want to give them a product. I don't want to do a thing. I'm not that kind of person. Look, through 2015, the NFL was a nonprofit. Everything they, the most of their money is made through selling swag, jerseys, hats, baby bibs, bunkers, bumper stickers. If they could do it, make billions of dollars, (laughs) why can't you do it? Why don't you want people to pay for the chance to market for you by walking around with your cool swag with your name on it? Like this great sign back here from Incognito Metalworks, right? That's in my show. Why wouldn't I promote that thing? Why wouldn't I give someone the chance to buy something just like this? Why wouldn't you appear on my podcast advertising your own podcast? That's that's exactly how we do it, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, get, so I get hung up on all the really red critical. tape. People get hung up on the fact that it needs to be painful to do this stuff. It doesn't have to be. Stop making it hard on yourself. You're choosing to make it hard. Stop it. And and what you're saying though, I think this is this is a critical takeaway. Is is it's easy to start. Get moving. Imperfect action. Just do it and allow it to to grow. It's not a one and done that you will. Fingers crossed. Hope it works, and then we'll 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 dust it off and do it again next year at approximately this time because it's one of our campaigns. And I think that's a important uh, feature because most of the folks I've spoken to about creating a monthly recurring program are have treated it like a campaign that's done at a particular time of the year for a uh, a concentrated period. And and you're saying no, this is part of what you do all the time. You always want monthly yeah. donors now. No, I wouldn't. We got a question here from uh, Alicia Fitzpatrick about having a small list. Do you need a large following? Like you mentioned a Facebook group where that post went out for uh, the food bank in in Oklahoma and she had 2,000 people in her group and got uh, 100. Uh, What sort of size list do you need to, to make this worthwhile? You only need one person. You need a friend of yours. Hey, man, you want to give me 20 bucks a month? I'll give you a free T-shirt to help promote my stuff. Yeah, man, anything you need. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what you're following. There's no minimum requirement, right? So many people get wrapped up on the preparatory work that they never take the action. Well, I've got to read another five you know, self-improvement books, or I've got to listen to 10 episodes of Kev or Travis's show before I take action. No, you do not. The knowledge is only half the battle, G.I. Joe. The other half is action. It does, you, knowledge can get you 95% of the way there, but will never give you 100% of the way there. You have to take action in order to make this work. 
doesn't matter how much you know, it matters what you do. doesn't matter what your mission is, it matters what impact you're making. Yeah. yeah. Thousands Sorry. of other organizations have my yeah, there we are. Right, because nonprofits yeah. are small businesses, and they need to they need to deliver. They need to do do stuff rather than plan stuff. Yep. yep. Okay. So, uh, next question is uh, the numbers that you uh, we've we've spoken about this a couple of times. That mm-hmm. uh, what proportion of my overall budget might I consider uh, uh, this program could support? It can be a hundred percent of your budget. So walk walk me through that. Uh, so how how that could work? Let, let's let's just say, just for ease of numbers, we already talked about a hundred people saying yes at twenty bucks a month for two grand a month, right? We've already said that, right? Mm-hmm. If you get a hundred people in month two to do the same thing for a different product, now you have four grand a month coming in. In month number three, another hundred people do it. Now you have six grand a month coming in. Right. If you want to get paid for staff, if you want to, you know, convert your board to believers on this stuff, if you want to be able to make impact every single month, more impact than the month before, this is less donations that you have to chase down every month. You can go to a coffee with a potential major donor and be completely relaxed because all your bills are paid. Why wouldn't you want this? I can't think of a single reason why you wouldn't want a stack of monthly recurring donors. And if you listened to what I mentioned about Stephen Kuhn, he's got three organizations, each making $200,000 a month. A month. They've built this up per month. That's $1.2 million a year. And and, and just in donations of three, six, and nine million dollars a year. Three, (laughs) Three, six, and nine dollars, you said? Yeah, three, six, and nine bucks. They create content. They have guest bloggers that go on there. So there's a reason for people to come back. When they come back, hey, give us three, six, or nine bucks. Why wouldn't you? Who wouldn't support all the great value you're giving for three, six, or nine dollars? So the so basically setting this up very quickly in an afternoon to get it going mm-hmm. and uh, improving as you go, uh, having an opportunity to recruit new monthly donors each month. Again, not hard to identify and design a product, put out a couple of social media posts, send out an email, uh, and maybe a direct mail campaign to your followers, uh, make it really easy on your website, uh, maybe a pop-up on your website that comes up as people visit and say, hey, join this program, uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, follow. It, basically, you're saying this could fund your entire budget for the year. It can. That's, that can do it right with the free t-shirt. Uh, Stephen Kuhn designing your own website. You've got to listen to that show to understand the full uh, capacity yeah, of that. Yeah. Thing. That can fund your whole program. And we still haven't even talked about the third way to increase monthly recurring donations. Well, I'm excited. What's the third way? The third way, I'm going to post something here in the chat here, uh, is something like Ember Pay, And you'll have to see it in the chat because it's it's a little wonky. But Anyone that already supports you that is a business, all of them process credit card payments. Mm -hmm. And they want to help you, right? They give through their philanthropy budget and what have you, but really they're given out of the goodness of their heart. Uh, What you could do is offer them a solution to help put more money back in their pocket. So something like Stripe, something like PayPal, uh, they have like a set fee. It's like 2.2% or whatever for every fee. 
What they don't tell you is they have a whole list of reasons why to charge you more for every single transaction, right? They have a whole list of reasons why they're going to charge you more than 2.2%. Well, with something like EmberPay, they have a competitive rate, which is going to put more money back into the business's pocket each and every month, more money to grow their business, to take care of their family, whatever they want to do with it. And then out of the back end, out of the, the payment, uh, my buddy Jared that runs this, he's going to give you a donation to the nonprofit of your choice. So if you are a nonprofit and you have friends that are already supporting you, you can go to them and ask something simple like, hey, if I could save you money on every transaction and help support us at the same time, would you be interested? And the answer is, of course, yes. Mm-hmm. Right? You connect them to Jared through this link right here. And so let's say they're, they have, uh, they're doing a million dollars a month in business. They're probably spending 22 grand or more per month on transaction fees alone. Right. So if you can put 10 grand or something back in their pocket every month and out of the back end out of that 10 grand that they're having the, the payment processing, you're getting a kickback from this. So what does this look like? So for the Shine Foundation, while I was on their board of directors, we set this up with a local junior college. So every student buying books, every dad buying a sweater, every football game ticket sold, every hot dog sold, everything sold at the, the student union, every processed payment, a little kickback goes to the Shine Foundation. Well, we're a very uh, standard. The things that we're doing each and every year are the standard kind of payment. Our budget's really set. So from this one single partnership, we no longer have to do any fundraising of any kind throughout the year, which means any event we put on can be a friend raiser and not a fundraiser. Come out, hang out, see what we're doing, talk about the great things. And I'm not going to ask you for any money. If you want to, great. If not, I don't want your money because we're fully covered. The more of these type of things that you have in your back pocket, the more partnerships you create, you might get to where you're getting 10 grand a month, 20 grand a month, 50 grand a month from these type of partnerships that it doesn't take you any work after the first time you set it up. Because how long are they going to be in business? Five years, 10 years, 100 years past that? Right. As long as they have the same credit card processor, you're getting paid each and every month. So why wouldn't you do this? Okay, so this is uh, this is this is using corporate or or business connections, uh, mm-hmm. but I guess it would fall into that that category of corporate sponsorship or corporate partnerships, uh, also acting as monthly donations. But it's basically a slice of their savings by changing their credit card processor. Right. So the business isn't paying you, right? So the business gets more money in their pocket. The fee that's taken out pays Jared, his company, Ember Pay. And then out of his fee, he gives you a percentage. So all three people, it's a winning scenario. Everyone gets more money. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I, I see. So the, so the business, you're just giving them an opportunity to save on their processing fees. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then, but that part of that savings, uh, a part of the processing fee that Ember Pay charges they then yep. connect and, and give you, so you get you get a monthly uh, fee basically from Ember Pay, but it's tied yep. to the the business that is using Ember Pay as their card processor. Right, and so when you think about the connections, the people in your network, you might immediately think of local restaurants that help pay you out, uh, and you can certainly sign those people up. But your kickback is probably going to be in, in the neighborhood of seventy five to one hundred and fifty dollars for that that transaction, that partnership, because. Uh, restaurants just don't do that level of business. But if you listen to my interview with Isaac Belden, we go through this, uh, another friend of mine, he switched over uh, an online gun store and they do $750,000 
a month in business. Wow. That one partnership can fully fund a nonprofit if they do it right. Uh, someone that does auto repair, the regular auto repair shop, even in their first year, they're doing more than a million dollars in business. Why can't you get a slice of that pie? Why can't you talk to the board of regents at your local college and get them to switch over their credit card processor? Why wouldn't they want to save money? They do. They, everyone right. wants to save money in business. Set them up. Get yourself a kickback on the side. Give them a nice little plaque that said, hey, with each and every transaction, you support our nonprofit. Thank you so much for your service and your patronage. Yeah. And so it's, uh, it gives them a bit of, uh, of that uh, marketing kudos that they, that they would want to get anyway, but they don't actually have to dip into their budgets to make a contribution to you. It's happening anyway. Right. Exactly. And on the scale of difficulty, right from the three things that we covered, we talked about swag for monthly donations. That's the easiest cost you zero dollars. You can set it up today. A little bit harder, right, is creating a website that's an active employee that generates people coming to you, whether through it's a a blog using guest bloggers, again, so you're not doing the work. A podcast, which is easy, and I'd love to help you set that up. It's something that I do uh, for right. nonprofits and businesses out there. It's fantastic. That's a little bit tougher to do. The The hardest one is to ask this question. I don't know why it's so hard. Hey, if I could save you money in every transaction, would you be interested? I don't know why that's the hardest one, but it is. People don't want to say that, and I don't know why. If I, you know, In my business, of course, I want to save money. And anyone yeah. that is in business, anywhere in the world, of course, they want more money in their pocket. Why wouldn't they? There's a reason they're in business. So go ask. Go ask the easy question. Say, hey, if I could save you money in every transaction, would you be interested? And as a bonus, I'm never going to ask you for money again because the back end's going to pay me with each and every swipe. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So three fantastic ways of, of creating uh, very simply at very low cost uh, recurring monthly donations that can fully fund. Uh, your nonprofit, if you if you do it right, in in terms of bang for buck or return on investment for your time and effort, mm -hmm. uh, this this is this is really sort of a no brainer. Um, so uh, we will we will we will recommend <laughs> everybody look at at least one of these uh, and yeah. and take imperfect action. Uh, we're coming up to the end of our time, and I just want to uh, say thanks to Travis for uh, sharing that fantastic information. I want to say thanks to Yatmi for this, this first, although it's episode 29 of the podcast, it is the first one on this platform. And I think so far it's worked really, really well. So really, really pleased we're able to showcase the platform uh, as a way of, of running the podcast. So uh, we're looking forward to uh, in, in, uh, improvements and developments in the platform. Uh, again, free to nonprofits, our three nominated uh Nonprofits today from from Travis uh, were um, the Hive Connection, uh, Nate's Community uh, Garage, and Badland Betty's, and uh, you can donate to any of them. Uh, even if you're watching this on replay, you can just scroll up to the top of the chat, and there are links directly to their Yachtme pages where you can make a uh, donation. Uh, and soon on Yachtme, there will be recurring monthly donations uh, to um, uh, leverage the. Uh, power of the CRM that is behind the platform. And finally, a shout out to uh, PodPro Audio, uh, professional podcasting made easy for production of the episode. And uh, what we'll be doing now is moving into uh, Yachtme's mingle mode. Uh, and that's where we recreate the tables at a gala. And uh, Travis and I and Meredith from Yachtme will be able to uh, mingle a little bit 
with uh, whoever's around uh, as we uh, cl actually close off the recording as the main event. So if you're thinking of using uh, Yapmi for a virtual event, you'll have this uh, sort of as the main event, and then you can turn to tables, which we will be doing uh, momentarily. Uh, any final words, Travis? Oh, just, you know, thanks for the opportunity. Glad to have you on the show. And if you want to check out both of our shows, if you go to nonprofitarchitect.org, there's a little drop down for the Nonprofit Podcast Alliance. You're going to find my show, Kevin's show, Patrick Kirby's show, Jamila Kemp's show. Uh, who else is on there? Tasha Anderson. And oh, can't remember the other person, but it's like the grant, grant writing simplified. There's six shows on there. If you want to be part of that group, be part of that collective uh, shoot me an email at nonprofitarchitect at gmail.com and we'll get you your show added to the website. And then the monthly or the weekly email reminder goes out, uh, has every show that was published that week from all the different channels uh, go out to my email list. So everyone gets a reminder. I think everyone's got a, a bump in listenership and viewership from being in the nonprofit podcast network. But again, draw me a line, connect with me. We do this because we want to connect with you. So if you've got questions, ask them in the chat, find me on social media, send me a message and let me know how I can best serve you. That's great. Okay. So you find Travis nonprofit uh, architect.org. Uh, is it not.com.org? Uh, also on uh, Facebook and other social media platforms, you can find Travis. Uh, something else that we probably should do another episode on why uh, nonprofits should uh, do a podcast. Uh, we can do Absolutely. that uh, and, have, and, and, and have you back. Um, and then um, we can have these three nonprofits back too at a, at, a, at a later time in the year when we've got even better functionality um, and we can see if we can raise more money. Okay. So um, thanks. That's the, we'll close off the podcast formally now and uh, move over to our mingle mode. And I'll, turn, I'll uh, let Meredith tell us how we do that because I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Nonprofit Problem Solver Podcast. This was the first episode on the Yapme Virtual Events platform. And my guest today was fellow nonprofit podcaster, Travis Johnson. Find him at nonprofitarchitect.org and on all social media. This podcast has been actually produced by Glenn Munoz at PodPro Audio. Find him at podproaudio.com.